Hello and welcome to Saints Big Footy Podcast, the first one for 2020. My name is Peter and joining me is Neil. How are you going, Neil? I'm good, thanks, Peter, and looking forward to a good season with the Saints. Yes, uh, it's looking very promising. Um, the first game against Hawthorne, we did really well. Yes. Win. And uh, the second game, again, against Hawthorne, the one for the Morwell... Bushfire Appeal. Bushfire Appeal, yeah. Yep. Where we played virtually a, a B-side, um, 17 changes from the week before. Yeah. We, we did pretty well. We ended up losing, of course, but um, they had a pretty strong side in, so... And we had two players in the... Um um, All-Star game. Yes, of course. Yep. Um, so. Bradley Hill and Jay Gresham. Yeah. And I, I think Jay Gresham kicked a couple of goals and um, Bradley Hill showed how he's going to be absolutely brilliant for the Saints. Um, I, I was under the impression that the first game against Hawthorne was on at 7.30. So I thought I'll turn TV on at 7.20. And and I looked at the score, and and it was five goals, one to two goals, and I thought, well, this can't be right. It, perhaps this is a game from a few years back that um, we don't start with five goals no. or five goals, one. And and I I rewound it, thought, oh, it is our game. We are kicking straight football. Yeah. And um, one of the big football play, um, people said 17 goals, nine is is just brilliant because um, any of the last four or five years, that would have been nine goals, 17. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And I like, I didn't watch the game. I actually forgot it was on at the time. Uh, yes. But um, I watched the highlight package the next day and what I really liked was the speed of the the foot speed of our players yes really good um, yes fast and movement of the ball from back line to forward line very impressive at times yes and we had um, uh, yes again from big footy apparently there were lots of oohs when Bradley Hill hit Tim Membry on the lead yes. and, and it brought back um, memories of Nicky Winmar kicking at the plugger yeah. you know it's just a, a straightforward lead down the ground and he timed the kick for the person to run into it no bombing to the goal square where um, they were expected to compete you know two against three or something like that it was here's the lead I'll honour the lead and kick it forwards and yes yeah I, I know it's that on the highlights, and I thought it's been a few years since somebody's been able to pick out a leading player like that. Yes, and it was just a practice match, yeah. but it, it certainly raised my spirits to think that, yes, perhaps there could be um, a, a bit of a difference to Richo's game plan and that um, Brett Ratton might have let the players play with a bit more freedom. Yeah. And I saw Hunter Clark kick a great goal where came swarming down the field, gave yes. it off, got the yep. handball back, had a bounce and straightened up and put it straight through the middle. And I thought, that's what we want to see. Yes, and that's why we got him. Yeah. And I think I saw him kick one goal on his left foot. It was just like um, um, he got into a position where rather than run around onto his right foot, he just went through and kicked on his left foot and yeah. kicked the goal. And multi-skilled players who can kick both feet are very valuable. Yeah, 
I saw um, on one of the highlights package, I can't remember who he kicked it to, but yeah, he's he was running forward. A lot of players would have had to have swung around because there was a guy coming across to uh, smother his kick if he kicked on the right. And a lot of players yep. would have doubled back or handball away or something. And he just casually went on the left and kicked it as good as any other of our players. Yes. Oh, that's good. That's what we need. Somebody can kick it both feet. It is. Um... Uh, a selection dilemma. <clears throat> Who do we put into our back six? Oh, I have I have spent the summer picking sides on that that thread on Big Footy about uh, our best twenty two or something for round one. Yes, and I think I have done it about ten times, and each time I, I probably ended up with different side completely. Um, you know, I change well, my mind and put someone in, and then I take them out. And uh, so, if Robertson's fit, he yeah. gets a, he's, he gets a game. Yeah, uh, obviously, if Gary is fit, he gets a game being the captain. Yes, Carlisle gets um, a game. Carlisle has to be in there. Um, That's half of your back six. Yeah, then um, Wilkie obviously. Do you play? Spot. Yes, so there's four. Do you play Brown or do you play? Um, is it Howard? Howard, yeah. Um, I think it will be a, a week by week basis. Like I think when we play North in the first round, yes, um, and they've got Big Brown for them. I think they'll play Brown for us against him. So that leaves maybe two places for the for um, Savage and Caulfield. Webster. Uh, Webster, Patton, Clark, if he comes off the halfback line. Yeah. So there's a lot of positions to fit into that last couple. So we, we have an abundance of players to play in those positions. Yeah, and it's a bit of a trap. Do you go for youth? Just because they're youth, or do you go with uh, the strongest possible side now? Or oh, it's tough. I mean, I, I, I noticed a lot of big footy Saints fans um, have already written off Brown and said that Howard should play every game. You know, Brown had a sensational year last year. Okay, he's never going to be great um, attacking, but defending wise, he was probably second best in the in the league. So um, yeah, I. I, I think he should be he'll play more games than he'll miss. Yes. And then um looking at champion data, our two elite players are Rowan Marshall and Paddy Ryder. Um if we're playing Paddy Ryder in the ruck, is that going to affect Rowan Martin's development? Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be a tough situation because um both of them really like to play, you know, pretty much all their game in the ruck if they can. As the main man, yes. Um, and Ryder isn't going to be around for too long, so you want to get value out of him. But uh, Marshall's the future. So, uh, yeah, it's, oh, it's tough. And if you throw Marshall down forward, how does he work in with King and Membry? Yeah, exactly. It's um, oh, so many interesting developments, you know. I, like trying to pick a side is almost impossible, especially if you make the assumption that everybody is fit and healthy and ready to go. Yes. Um, you could pick two or three sides quite easily and justify each de- each decision, and yet they'd be totally different teams. 
Um, I did did read where they said Zach Jones played really well in the scratch match yes. against Hawthorne. Yep. So um, if he comes into the team, whose place does he take? And um, what about your man, Hannanbury? Exactly, yeah. Um, I still think he's got to be in our best 22. But when there's, what is there, five recruits that could possibly come into the side? Yes. Who are the players that are going out? Yes. So Brad Hill takes one wing, Billings takes the other wing, and then Jack Sinclair ends up just, he, he takes the Blake Akers role, who will play you in the forward pocket. Yeah, but I mean, do you play him in the forward pocket or do you play forward pocket type players like Parker and Loney and those sorts of guys who kick goals for you? Well, I I liked, um, I think Loney is is grasping his chance that when he offered himself around and said, I'm available and no club came knocking, that um, he played really well until he injured his knee last season. Yeah. And he he showed, I think he kicked four goals in the first game. Yep. And that if he plays and Butler plays, because... I think Butler brings forward pressure and and some speed to our forward line. Um, it, it yeah, we look to have on paper a team that can challenge anyone else. It could all come crashing to earth very quickly though. And we also got um, Cantwell who was yes. starting to show stuff last year, and then he got injured. Um, yes, he did. But uh, he he adds another dimension to the forward line as well. So and then you've as you said before, you've already got. Uh, either Ryder, Marshall, um, Memory and King. So that's probably three positions most likely in the forward line. So that only leaves three. So, yes. I mean, we've already talked about Loney and um, Butler. Butler. And yes. Kent. Uh, and then you've got Parker and Sinclair and oh, God knows who else. I can't name everybody. Oh, Hind, mm. who played well last yeah. year. and Jay Gresham, you've got. Jay Gresham, yeah. Is he going to play as a rover? But then, you know, then you look at the mids and oh, trying to fit everybody in is a nightmare. It is, yes. If they play to their potential. Yes. Because... Like our average players, Sebastian Ross, Bradley Hill, Zach Jones, um, I'd expect at least three of those to be playing in the centre line. And then you've got the next one down below average, Hunter Clark, Hannabury, um, Billings, Steele. There's another player we haven't mentioned. Um, and, and what happens to Josh Battle? If he was playing in the back line to fill in a position and Dougal Howard comes into the team, so he gets put in the forward line? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Ratton said that he'd like to play him on the wing, but I mean, as you said before, we've already lined up Hill and, and Billings most likely, or maybe even Jones on the on the wing. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you put Battle on the wing, then when where are you going to play the other guys? That, um, oh, it's going to be a really interesting selection for the first round, and then we'll so, probably get an idea of what way that they're going to head for the season. We've got uh, a practice match next Sunday against Collingwood. That's somewhere. So, is that Morewell as well? Morewell. Um, so that could be players playing for their position in round one. Yes. Yeah. yeah uh, you do sort of feel for guys like um, uh, Ed Phillips, for example, and who probably thought he was only like bots away from being in the side and he's now yes. so far down the list with so many people ahead of him. Um, we're going to be probably have to be 
dis- destroyed by injury for him to get a game. Yes, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, because he did. He showed a bit when he came and played senior football. Yeah, and and because of the recruits um, and the players we traded in, it puts him a bit further down. He's really going to have to show a lot to get into the, the team. Yeah, well, it's good. It's good to have depth, though. I mean. We really haven't had depth for a long time. No. So, I mean, that's that's a positive out of it. But the, the hard thing is that you don't want to see, you know, players with ability, like, for example, uh, you know, Nick Caulfield running around playing for Sandringham for the whole year because he can't get into the team. Yes. Um, I know that there are some uh, posters who think that he should be in the team. And others saying, no, he's, he still fumbles a bit. He's He looks a bit lost on occasions. Yeah. But as you said, if he's playing for Sandringham, um, <clears throat> he's not he's not picking up the pace of AFL football. Yeah, exactly. So, it's easy to say that, yes, he's fumbling a bit, but, I mean, he's still only 20. Um, yes. So... Yeah, he's just got to hope that he just doesn't get lost in the in the squad and and lose his way a bit. Yes, that sort of and looked like last season for the first half of the season. He seemed like that before he started good games together and, and got back into the seniors. Yes, yep. Um, but I think it's hard to put him in the back six when we've already mentioned about how hard it is just to pick a back six at the moment. I I can't see him um, pushing his way into that. No, he, uh, yes, it gets back to which player does he force out, and and the likes of you know Jimmy Webster coming in, he brings some hardness, and um, if he plays within his limitations, he's he's quite a good kick. Yeah. It's only when he tries to do too much that he. he doesn't do as well. I think a, a lot of people at, at, on our big footy site have forgotten how good Webster can be because I've seen a lot of sides where he hasn't even made the the 22. Yep. And I think you know, it was only last year when he got injured, when he got his first injury, or I can't remember if it was the same injury or something, that we were, we were all saying, oh, my God, when will he be back? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um, I think some people have forgotten how well he was performing up till that point. Yes, yes. So if he's fit and healthy, I think he's straight back into the side. And then, of course... With Robbo, if he's fit and healthy, he has to be straight back into the side. Well, I think he acts like a bit of a general in the back-back line. So His experience and ability, uh, that alone, be in there. Yes. Uh, It's going to be a very interesting night, first round, assuming we we don't get any drastic injuries or something in the next few few weeks of practice games and stuff. Yes. Um, There are going to be some very unhappy guys that, through no fault of their own, are going to be playing for Sam. Andringham just because of the depth that we've got at the club. And you just say to them, good performances will be rewarded. Yep. So, you know, um, here's the, the seniors team. You need to look at a position that you want to make your own. And you go back to Sandringham and you play as well as you possibly can and we'll watch your performances. Yeah. And that's that how it should the, work. The good thing is that you get the, the feeling that Ratton is going to pick best available team every week, regardless of who he's going to drop. And with Richo, there was always certain players that seemed to get a game, even when they were performing bad. And there were yes. 
other players playing for Sandy who, who didn't get a look in because they weren't favourite players. And, you know, we saw Mavuela you know, pretty yes. much play an entire yeah. season, hardly getting a kick. And who was the other guy that used to do that? Oh, um, uh, uh, the guy that's gone to Carlton. Jack Nunes. Yeah. Who looked pretty good a few years back, but then the last couple of years have been pretty average. Um, but he was getting a game irregardless. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's it's good to have feeling that if you're not performing, you're going to be out of the side. At least that's mm. the way it appears anyway. And should be. Um, thank you, Peter. I think I've run out of a bit of puff. I apologise. Yep. No, that's all right. Soon we'll have uh, hopefully the whole gang, if we can get everybody together on the same time. And we're going to do a, a preview of the year insofar as in our selections of who we think, uh, how we think the Saints will go, uh, what position we'll finish, who will win the Brownlow, who will win the Grand Final, who will win the Best and Fairest for St Kilda, uh, all that sort of stuff. So uh, that should be fun. You can send in your selections to us um, at Big Footy or on here. And um, yeah, we'll get this season going. 